There's a place. Out where the fake news is muffled. Past the point where politicians get silent. Where facts don't care about your feelings. Where PC is DOA. This is that place. Welcome to the last stop on the right. What's cooking, last stoppers? We are someone that you chose, despite the many available opportunities <laughs> to you, to come break a tiny little piece off of your day and listen to the last pod on the right. I am Ben Crystal. I am Mike Abel. I'm glad to have you here at the last stop on the right.com. Tuning into the last pod on the right. We've got some new folks over at KLRN Radio. Great folks. Great folks over there have inexplicably. Allowed us to join their roster. Padding that the the time slots that we're like, (laughs) we need something to put in on the weekends and in the middle of the night. Well, static. No. Hey, those guys in Savannah. Hey, those those two morons in Savannah. Yeah, because they'll they'll do it. They'll eat anything. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Mikey. Real quick, Mikey Podbeer. Before we get to the rapid fire, we're gonna do that in a second. It's Podbeer time. Three, two, one. Podbeer. The benefits of no longer working in commercial radio is, among other things, pod beer. And the hours don't suck. Remember when I told you just a couple of weeks ago that I thought, you know, when the when the Mueller reports, the summary came out, and it was clearly painfully obvious right. that they did not have a collusion case against Trump. Right. And I said at the time, this has got to be the lowest mm-hmm. moment for them mm-hmm. since... Podesta came out on election night 2016 and told everybody, y'all go home and Hillary will make a statement in the morning. Right. Because that was a bad moment for that. Remember, that was when all the crying memes came out. Because right. all those, right. you know, they were freaking out. This is, I think they may be in a worse shape now. <laughs> and it's and it's not even like a passive thing, like an, an investigation they were betting on didn't pay off. Right. This is just self-inflicted damage here. We've got some stories about that in the wire. Yes, Connor. we do. How bad are things? We're going to talk about it, but we're going to yep. do the uh, we're going to do the rapid fire before that. Yep. And uh, Mikey's going to pick out a topic. Hopefully, I'm, I'm looking across the the studio at Mikey. I'm like, I hope this doesn't completely suck. No, I got you. Yeah, but this week for the Democrats, and we will be talking about it during the wire here in a few minutes. We go through the wire, the week in review. See what we did there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I would say that this week, well, the whole year though, has been the kind of bad for the Democrats that usually requires steam cleaning. <laughs> I mean, it's it's bad. I think stepping a big old puddle of matto on the way into the oh oh. Did you say? Hey, that? man, you got some matto on your shoe. I don't want to say nothing, but you got some matto on your shoe. <laughs> uh, rapid fire time, Mikey. Are you locked and loaded? I am. Are you ready? I am ready for you. Am I ready? And do I have a chance? Let me rephrase that. Do I have a chance at being ready for this? Uh, yes. All right. I, I think you'll do well. Okay, so rapid fire time. Mikey, what is my topic for this week? Okay, you handled last week's very well. The election of movie bit, uh, the 2020 election of movie. It wasn't a disaster. No, it wasn't no, a disaster. We didn't, nobody sent firebombs to the house. No, there was no white no, powder in any envelopes in no, the mail. No, well, I'm going to push you a little further into so the... So we're going to get rice and attack this week is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, I'm hoping. 
Well, that's nice of <laughs> you. Uh, of all the ways we could boost our profile, I'm thinking victims of a ricin attack, not the best. Yeah, probably not. But, but that, that's all right. Um, that's all right. right. I'm going to push you. Uh, uh, a I'm going to make fr- rice and crispy treats. <laughs> I'm going to push you into a, a little further into the entertainment world this week. What? All right. Uh, this week's rapid fire. You are going to have to liberal a song. Oh, dude. All right. Example. I'll give you one. This one's not too bad, I think. All right, Rolling Stones, between Barack and Hard Place. Between Barack. Oh, like uh, between Barack and a hard place. Exactly. Like okay. Exactly. Oh, you this got is, this. You- all right, so I got to do liberal a song. Yep. And uh, and my example was the Rolling Stones, between Barack and a hard place. That was a crappy album, by the way. And your lips weren't big enough there either. Nothing I can do about. It. Well, I go outside <laughs> and get stung by a bee. Hey, man, you look like Mick Jagger now. You look like Mick Jagger after the surgery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the, just real quick about Mick Jagger. You know, he got that heart surgery. You know where he got it? Mm-mm. New York. Oh, you know, I did know he came um, over here. Well, I'm like, uh, what happened to the vaunted socialized healthcare system of the United Kingdom, of which he is a citizen? Oh, it's still there. No, he can I know. Just I open his wallet and hard, pay for it. Hard not know. to notice when the rich guys in places with socialized medicine get need serious medical care. They come here <laughs> later. Liberal a song. All right, so like if I I could do like the Talking Heads, like Bernie down a house. Would that, <laughs> yes, that would be exactly. Okay. Right. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Perfect. So we could do like a Beatles thing. Sure. You know? like, Barack Obama's bogus health care plan. <laughs> you can't keep your doctor now. <laughs> It'd be like one of those KTEL commercials. <laughs> Remember the old KTEL commercial? That's yes, what this I sounds do. like. It yes. already sounds like that, you know. Yep. And if you act now, we'll send you not one but two. And you'd get like the eight tracks. Oh yeah. It would be available on eight track or cassette. KTEL Records presents the liberal hits of yesterday and today. <laughs> keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. <laughs> Ilhan Omar could get in on that some of that Beatlemania though. Hey Jew, <laughs> wish you were dead. Oh God. <laughs> Who doesn't love the soaring melodies of the post-World War II era? Bill Clinton does. Beautiful girls. <laughs> walk a little slower <laughs> when you're going to walk by me, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> Feel free to bend over that penny, too. Oh, well. Oh, well. Hillary, you know, Hillary would get on the, in on the act. If Bill did, then Hillary's going to. But she'll do like a blue-eyed soul thing, like hollow notes. Ain't no waste. I ain't no waste tired. No, I. No, ain't no. I ain't no waste tired. No, I. My chances. My chance has expired. No. <laughs> okay, I worked that one a little bit hard. I can't imagine her doing that. No, I can't, I can't no, imagine no. her doing that and thinking it was cool. No. Because well. she's that lost. You can get back to get back to hip-hop roots with this classic. White. Guys, hillbillies and racist bunch of Russian spies. Pawns for Putin, yo. Put the Andy Liberty touch on an Aerosmith classic. Nancy took my gun. <laughs> Second Amendment's done. What the hell you gonna do when Eric Swalwell comes for you? <laughs> See the Grateful Dead come alive with. Meeting with Joe Biden means a bad touch of gray. <laughs> Flashback to the Brat Pack era with that liberal take on that epic 80s classic. Wanna be a free abortion? All I need is a subsidy. Any life is gonna get a free Lamborghini. 
How about some of that 70s love? Oh, Nancy, you came and you took without asking. <laughs> oh, Barry Manilow. Wow. Did not de- Barry Manilow wow. does not deserve this. You'll be swinging in the Windy City with that Chicago, Chicago, that violent town. <laughs> the town that Juicy Smollett tried to shake down. <laughs> he, hey. he kicked his own ass. He did kick his own Sorry. ass. Remember how little Michael Jackson could groove back in the early 70s? Mm-hmm. So can the liberals now. AOC, she can't count to one, two, three. Educated by MTV, dumb commie, she don't understand liberty. Uh, See how I squeeze that extra syllable in there? Yeah, Kate tells, they're like, yeah, he checks in the mail, jackass. <laughs> yeah. We can't leave out the grunge era, Mikey. I'm going to power out with, you can't say that. It's offensive. <laughs> it's not PC. Triggering me. Socialism. Free tuition. Russian collusion. Gender fluid. Remember Radio? Remember Radiohead, Michael? <laughs> Robert Francis O'Rourke sure does. Because I'm a creep. My name's Beto. <laughs> What the hell am I doing standing on the bar? <laughs> I got DUI'd here. <laughs> and what better way to add a liberal touch to the godfather of soul than getting Rev Al Sharpton up in front of the microphone? Uh-oh. Stupid honkies. Coast to coast. Easy to scam. And it won. I rip off America. <laughs> Your dance was great. Did, was the dance good? Yes, Kids, you are so Sorry. lucky this is not on camera. Sorry. <laughs> you know, the hair plugs may not have worked out, but that doesn't mean Joe Biden can't still channel the king, Mikey. <laughs> Love me, ladies. <laughs> Love me, girls. Let me smell your hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got. How about that for a rapid file? Kids, if you'd like to complain about the material you heard here on the last pod on the right, make sure you send your, <laughs> like, direct them to KLRN. Yeah, but we're going to be, like, Monday afternoon, we're going to get an email. Hey, guys, we're not sure this is working out. <laughs> we're going with the static. We've decided the static has a better beat, and you can dance to it. Whole week in review on tap for you right now, Mikey. Let's check the wire. All right. Uh, video has surfaced of Representative Ilhan Omar telling a meeting of Islamo-fascist hate group CARE that 9-11 was just, quote, some people did something. That was all. It was just some people doing some stuff. You know, World War II. It was just, you know, spot of unpleasantness with that German chap. <laughs> as much fire as she is, is taking, and she deserves it. Can you imagine a more defining moment? Everybody in America was traumatized. Right. To an extent. Right. And then she's out there defending herself against charges of anti-Semitism by minimizing the worst thing that America, most Americans who are alive can remember. Right. I mean, you got people that are, oh, no, the Kennedy assassination. People say the Challenger explosion. Nah. I would argue for Americans who are currently alive, 9-11 remains their worst I mean, it wasn't a Challenger explosion. It was far worse. I'm not minimizing it, but it was far worse. Right, right. 9-11 was Pearl Harbor. And far, in fact, twice as many people died on 9-11 as did at Pearl Harbor. Right. And for her to come out like that, it's like, are you this tone deaf? 
Well, you know, she's also uh, defending herself against criticism over her remarks or remarks uh, by retreating to the usual change uh, charges of Islamophobia. Bibbity bobbity boo. Uh, I know. Even accusing Representative Dan Crenshaw of dangerous incitement for quoting her excuses for the 9-11 terrorists. You know, when AOC came in because, you know, she's Chiquita Khrushchev there. Sisters before misters. So she came running in to defend Ilhan Omar. Right. And she actually accused Crenshaw of doing less for for against terrorism than than Omar has done. Right. And Dan Crenshaw is a Navy SEAL who lost half his sight to an IED in the Mideast. Right. Fighting against terrorism. Right. I mean, this is this is willful stupidity at some point. But they think that this is gonna work. They are at the expense, and we talked about it a little bit earlier. This is this has been the Democrats every week. The it's another week that's worse than the week before. Hold my beer. I mean, this is every yeah, every it's, single time. They are shoring themselves up. I think part of it is sort of the Trump effect. They like the celebrity, right? You know, Ilhan Omar speaking to Care ought to already raise some eyebrows because Care, those are some bad guys, right? But saying the things she's saying. And then AOC, who is the, the tip of the Democrat spear these days, right, comes in and says, "Well, she's done more for te- again, you know, to help victims of terrorism than Dan Crenshaw." Every time she says something, it's like, "Oh God, what did she say? How the hell did that fall out of your pothole?" <laughs> well, you know, after eight years of exile in Ecuador's London, England embassy, WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange yeah, uh, was uh, bounced from his digs and <coughs> into the waiting arms of London's finest. Yeah. The activist was ostensibly uh, arrested for violating the terms of his bail, but faces potential extradition to uh, Sweden on sexual assault charges and the United States on espionage charges related to helping disgraced ex-army private Bradley... Chelsea Manning. Hi, I'm uh, Chelsea. Her, his, or her attempts to uh, to a hack uh, Department of Defense computers. Love a couple of things. Love Assange or loathe him. You have to admit he'd make an even uglier chick than Bradley Manning does. <laughs> yes, and that's a state. Do you see him when they brought him out? I mean, he's in there for whatever eight years, and as I understand, it became just. The Ecuadorians wanted him gone. He was just intolerable. The horrible roommate. Yeah, he's that guy. He's the roommate that you're like, oh, dude, When I there was this one time after college I lived with this one guy and he was an absolute slob. Assange, that's him. Mm-hmm. And so there, he, they've got him and they, they send him out and he's got this whole like father time beard face going on. <laughs> Rip, Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> yeah, whether you like, but whether you like him or you loathe him, you have to, you have to admit this dude is a grade A creep. Yep. I mean, he is. You know, the Swedes, they dropped the charges on that sexual assault, too, I think, sexual assaults. Right. Um, and they're talking about, they can still reintroduce them. Right. I don't necessarily think there'd be much point. Because no. the U.S. wants him. They're right. going to get him, and they're going to bring him over him, and he's going to do some time. Right. Well, he, he ought to play his cards close to the vest in the next few days, because things could get interesting quickly and i know this next story it this touches is, on you're that. absolutely right among those who seemed particularly excited to get their hands on assange hillary clinton she told reporters <laughs> this week that the uh, wikileaks founder must answer for what he's done oh nana i mean pissed. a, a, a lot of people want to tar and feather this guy for a variety of reasons some of which are good some of which are not i know the democrats would very much like whatever plane they put him on to crash in the atlantic before he gets here 
Right, right. They really, right. it's very apparent how badly they don't want this guy to talk to people. Right. Which is sort of a pointless endeavor at this point. I'm quite sure she's very nervous, but if Hillary Clinton, who has more bodies on her than the Gambinos, <laughs> she's using language like that. When she uses language like that, the pucker factor for Assange better jump. Yep. I mean, you know, he'll be on his way to arraignment. And, hey, why are we detouring here? Is my hearing in Fort Marcy Park? Yeah, you're you're in the Vince Foster courtroom. <laughs> <laughs> if if I'm not one of these guys, oh, you know, Hillary Clinton's been proven to be involved in the death of seventy eight different people. All you know those memes that go around, right? Uh, but Hillary Clinton is bad. She's bad news, dude. Yep, she's bad. She's an angry, vindictive, and vicious, powerful woman. That she is. Um. She is the worst example of what power can do to someone. Right. And if I'm Assange, I would, well, I'd Uber to the courtroom if I was you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the election of Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to the an, beamster. Un, yep, an unprecedented uh, precedented, uh, fifth term causing problems for more than just Islamic dictatorships in the Middle East. Democrats in the U.S. are none too happy to see a man that they've derided as a racist and worse, win another term. You see Beto? Come out there talking about Bibi. He's like, Bibi doesn't, you know, doesn't have the his, the best interests of the Jewish people at heart. He's a racist. Whatever. It's one of those, you know, toss-off comments that Democrats come out with because they don't like him. And I'm sitting there going, yeah, when I when I want to know about the inner thoughts of a, of a Jewish dude in Israel, I talk to a, I want to talk to a Irish-American who's pretending to be Hispanic. That's <laughs> <laughs> the nickname of Beto. I can't blame, Bibi is combative as hell. Oh, yeah. But can you blame him? No. His right. brother died during the raid on Entebbe. So this dude, he remembers what it's like. Right. You know, and they have that collective memory. If I'm BB, I'm looking at the U.S., <laughs> and I'm thinking, well, Trump is a friend. You can make the statement that right. Trump is a friend of anybody as long as it benefits Trump. I have that sense with him. Right. And I know some people that are listening to the last pod on the right, whether it be through our site or KLRN. Right. I love the job that he's doing, and, and I don't object to that. I actually think he's a very effective president, but this is still not a guy. I don't really think there's that many people that are being honest with themselves saying that Trump is a good guy. Right, right. I mean, he's a pal. So I'm sure Bibi, who's already probably fairly, fairly paranoid just being an Israeli, when you're surrounded by people who actually say, in some cases, in their national charters, like Hamas, we want these guys dead. Right. Um, then you're going to get a little, I think you might get a little squirrely. So Bibi looks over here, sees Trump, knows Trump is a friend, but how long does that last? And if Trump were to lose, and I'm going to say this right now, from what I'm seeing from the Democrats, Trump is not going to lose. Right. 2020 is going to look bad for the Democrats unless something really drastic happens right. because they're, right, they're, right, a, right. they're a disaster right now. Yep. But And they're one of their planks, in addition to infanticide, and yeah, okay, good luck with that, is that they don't like Jews. Right. I mean, they, the, the people that are now speaking the most for the Democrat Party are people like Omar and Tlaib, Louis Farrakhan, Linda Sarsour. And these are all confirmed vicious anti-Semites. Right. So if you're BB, you're going, you know what? You could call me the Israeli Trump if you want. And you mean that as a racist, but or that as an insult. He's over there. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care at all. I, you know, every time. 
the last time superpowers be I'm trying to do a BB. It's thing not here. bad. Is it actually, not bad? Yeah. He's he's tricky though. Uh last time superpowers began acting like hating Jews was up for debate. My people ended up on business end of the Holocaust. <laughs> Yeah, and that, yeah, you don't yeah, think that's so going to inform every single thing you're going to do. Right. And now he's in his fifth term. <laughs> Gloves are off, kids. Hey, you know, the uh, fallout from the Mueller investigation is landing closer to the Democrats than they had planned. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. I know. Obama administration White House counsel Greg Craig has been indicted on multiple counts by a federal grand jury. Craig is charged with lying to special counsel Robert Mueller about work he did on behalf of the government... Of the Ukraine. So there was collusion. <laughs> the Democrats were close. Yeah, they were the, only off by one country and one president. Yeah, that's right. Greg Craig is a slug with a briefcase. I mean, that's the reason. He's one of those guys, and that's why people don't like lawyers. Yes. <laughs> like, you know, I, I'm starting to get why Shakespeare said what he said about him. Now, they're not all attorneys are bad people. But Craig is, he's a real grub. Right, and right. all of this is going on. The hubris here that Obama and his people didn't think that this might come back. You know, whenever Greg got involved with the Ukrainians, no wonder they were so riled about the Mueller report. But now they're, I, you're starting to get us, they're starting to back off it because, you know, they started going after Trump's tax returns again. Right. And part of it is because they didn't get the collusion story they wanted from Mueller. But I think a part of it is that there's stuff that's going to be coming out. Whether it be through WikiLeaks and Assange or whatever, I think there's stuff coming out from the Mueller report. And Greg Craig, boom, yeah, Obama yeah. guy indicted because of the Mueller investigation. I think stuff's going to be coming out in the next couple of months that uh, I think may Joe Biden's going to get tied to that Ukraine thing. And yeah. when that happens, there goes the number one guy. Right. Well, at the very least, they're going to have to try and kill the narrative, which they're doing now. Right, right. Yeah, they're out there talking, oh, we need to talk, forget about the collusion thing. We're going to talk about Trump's tax return. I'm like, yeah, you guys tried that a while back, and then right. it didn't, didn't go work. well. Well, of course, they've got to, though, because their people are tied up in it, and they don't want, you know, a bunch of, they, nobody, the Democrats do not want to see Obama's people getting perp-walked, you know, into courtrooms around the country in the next couple of weeks, especially right. not going toward next election. But I think that that may coming, yep. may be coming. And, uh, hey, kids, you, you cooked a nothing burger. Now you got to eat it. Hey, uh, as a Attorney General uh, William Barr hints at opening an investigation into potential Obama era federal government spying on then candidate Donald Trump's 2016 campaign, mm -hmm. liberals are furious over the use of the word spying. That's what's upsetting. Uh, I, you know, yeah, all um, the stuff there, and that's what they got on. Among those leading the word parsing platoon, Senator Richard Blumenthal, who uh, demanded Barr retract his characterization. Hey, Dick, you're not the boss of him. <laughs> nope. You are not the boss of him. Blumenthal, but you'll notice Blumenthal did not address the fact that there's more evidence of Obama-era spying on Trump's 2016 campaign than there is of his service in Vietnam. Uh, and this is another narrative shift that they're trying because the media is freaking out about it. I can't believe Barr said spying. Blumenthal was joined in the peanut gallery by ex-FBI Honcho ah, James Comey, who explained that he never thought of electronically surveilling someone without their knowledge as spying. Yeah, sure, Jimmy. Robbing a bank is just, just yeah, I mean, robbing a bank is just, you know, you're borrowing a couple of bucks for the weekend. Yeah. I'm making an unscheduled withdrawal. Yeah. 
Uh, Senator Cory Brooke. Uh, that's easy for me to say, isn't it? Just go uh, with Spartacus, dude. There. Okay, Spartacus has announced <laughs> he intends to form a, a commission to study the idea of paying African Americans reparations for slavery. Paying them what? Reparations. <laughs> reparations. Man, Spartacus has got you all knotted oh, man, up here. Man, he sure does. The idea of forcing white people to give money to black people for something that happened before any of them were alive is becoming a central issue for the Democrats 2020 strategy. Oh, good. So infanticide, anti-Semitism, and a white people tax. (laughs) Why is brilliant right there? It's going to, at this rate, and Spartacus is not, I don't even think T-Bone's got a shot at the nomination. No. Spartacus is not going to win. No. Uh, and I'm sure he's, you know, he does is he push the edge and say like, okay, I'm going to get my crazies whipped up. They're going to lead. And then he can come in and go, oh, well, what I meant to say was, and we really don't, it's just a study. Right. You know, cause it's a bone. He can throw the crazies on the far left who actually think that guys like you and I should be forced to cough over some, ja- uh, co- you know, fork over some Jack to some dudes, you know, whoever Mustafa and Deshaun or whoever the hell it's going to be. And and they think that should happen. There are quite a few on the far left that actually think that. Yeah. So he throws that bone to them. We're going to study it. And then when normal humans go, you're kidding me, right? He goes, oh, it's just a study. It's just a study. It's right. a, it's a, that's an old trick. I know. Let's tax white people based on the color of their skin. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Well, Congressman Eric Swalwell threw his name into the Democrats' 2020 candidate pool last week. Where he promptly drowned... <laughs> the uh, congressman who famously threatened to use nuclear weapons he did do that against legal gun owners who refused to surrender their firearms he did do that promised to make his campaign all about gun control just take the 15 million that are out there and buy them back that's a direct quote that is a direct quote just take the 15 million that are out there and buy them back putting aside Swalwell's math which cuz i can tell you right now weapons that he considers confiscation worthy include pretty much everything that's not like a blunderbuss right he doesn't specify and when you put someone like that in charge if someone like that were to be in charge of determining what qualifies as a dangerous weapon what uh what would be bought back i mean you know it's going to be up to him right you don't leave people like that with subjective subjective decisions to make because they routinely make bad ones right right I mean, this is a dude who said i'm you know we'll, we'll use nuclear weapons if we have to just a, a, the idea that you could throw that off as like a little gag. You're running for president. Hey, man, we're going to take the guns. You know, you, my cold, dead fingers. No, actually, they'll be your hot, dead fingers because I'm going to nuke you. <laughs> I mean, actually, it's, we have nuclear weapons. Who's we? <laughs> yeah. You know. His, his campaign. But putting aside his lowball math, because I will tell you right now, the weapons that he thinks would qualify for his forced buyback program. Right. There are a lot more than 15 million of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. could, and I want to get bogged down in the whole thing about, yeah, but the criminals won't acknowledge it anyway, because we all know all of that. We all know the heart of the gun control argument is hollow. Right. That uh, it doesn't work. It won't work. It will it will criminalize people defending themselves from criminals. Right. And all that stuff is, we could say that as a given, and simply focus on what he's talking about. You see, there are way too many of those firearms for you to actually get them all back. And you, there's no way you're going to be able to do it because the people who would be required to actually do the confiscating, in a lot of cases, are going to refuse. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're going to go, what? You go to, like, 
I mean, there are towns in which you might be able to pull it off, but there are going to be a huge number of places where local law enforcement is going to say, I am not confiscating. I am not rolling a SWAT team into my neighbor's yard. Right. Or in some cases, their own yards, because some of these guys have their own weapons on yeah, the side. I'm sure. Um, so you can't use local law enforcement. So you can use the feds. <laughs> yeah, that's a genius move. Right, so also, right. you've got a constitutional issue there. You can't use the military unless you decide you're just going to put uh, posse comitatus aside. Right. Which, and let's be honest, Eric Swalwell. Mm-hmm. You imagine Eric Swalwell going to the chairman of the Joint Chiefs and going, all right, I want you to deploy blah, 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 X units over here. And we're going to, I want you guys, you get your guys out there and round up the guns. The Joint Chiefs are going to go, <laughs> yeah. that's funny when you told me to do that because you're an idiot. Yep. But there's nobody on the Joint Chiefs right now, nobody in uh, amongst all the Joint Chiefs of staff who would who would say yes to that order. Right. And then, you know, that would be a complete disaster. But it is just Derek Swalwell, however. I mean, you know, this guy announces and tens of people are excited. It's like <laughs> tens. Yay. Hey, well, you know, he uh, he may be a long shot, but some prominent Democrats are facing even steeper odds. Uh-oh. Uh, celebrity lawyer Michael Avenatti's <laughs> rumored 2020 campaign may be hard to run from inside a prison cell. Oh. Uh, the attorney is f- famous for representing and then getting fired by alleged Don- uh, Donald Trump paramour uh, Stormy Daniels facing a 36th count federal indictment among the charges he built clients out of millions of dollars damn boy 36 counts one of the clients by the way was a mentally ill person who's a paraplegic and the 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 word is that allegedly that he he tricked the person into signing away uh, a chunk of dough or whatever right we were joking hey man you're gonna go from advertising on park benches to sleeping on one yeah you you're going to miss that not, park bench, buddy. Yep, not anymore. Yeah, your cellmate's not going to care how good a lawyer you are. <laughs> <laughs> he, but he, you know what? There's good news for him, though, because Kim Kardashian is has started a four-year internship in California so she she become a lawyer. She will be the perfect attorney for him. Wouldn't she be the perfect but, attorney for Michael Avenatti? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Nobody on the stage has any real knowledge of the law, right? <laughs> sure, she's gonna she'll argue her client into the into the electric chair. Be like, yeah. having successfully pled you into capital punishment, <laughs> it's like the first guy ever to get like get the needle for just ripping people off, right? It's like this is a new moment. I have no objection to Kardashian. You know, her old man was a lawyer, right? He was OJ's lawyer, briefly. right? Right. Yep. I have no objection to Kim Kardashian being a lawyer. I have no objection to her sister is a billionaire now. The youngest, one of the like, youngest female billionaire in American history. Right. I'm fine with it. I mean, yeah, they're ridiculous people. And they all got their start basically because Kim Kardashian made a sex tape. Right. But if you can take a an, a <clears throat> accidentally leaked sex tape and turn it into a multi-billion dollar empire, baby, that's capitalism that's right there. It is. I am fine with that. Right. Who would you rather be represented by? Kim Kardashian or Ilhan Omar? <laughs> And it you it wasn't that long ago where you would have laughed and said, well, obviously it's Omar. But then you hear Omar talk and you think, or or Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. I mean, if you had a choice between one of the one of the Kardashians or Chiquita Khrushchev, you're going to take a Kardashian because at the, at the very least, 
you know it's not it, it'll be entertaining you may end up in the electric chair <laughs> but, but it'll be entertaining it'll be a good time. <laughs> nothing that happens to michael avenatti short of him being i don't know physically brutalized because we're not supposed to root for that sort of thing right nothing that happens to him will bother me at all nope i do not care i mean Suck it, buddy, is my feeling. I agree. Hey, following the collapse of their uh, Trump-Russia collusion narrative, the uh, Democrats have pivoted back to demanding President Trump's tax returns. This is sad. What did I say last week? They didn't have a plan B. Nope. They obviously didn't. They really banked it all. Let's go back. They threw the whole wad on roll the dice with the Russian collusion narrative, it has completely collapsed. It's going to get worse, as we just talked about a minute ago. It looks like that it's some Obama people may get swept up in that nonsense. Right. And and they're out there right now going, well, let's talk about Trump's tax returns. And I'm like, did you not watch what happened to Rachel Maddow? <laughs> Remember that? She comes out, she's like, we got the returns. And she had like a photocopy of a page of something from like 2004, which ended up pr- proving that Trump actually paid more in taxes than they than they thought. Right. And if you guys want to go back to this, that's fine. I don't really care. Bernie is saying he's going to release his taxes next week. And he's all, oh, you know, it's going to show I'm a millionaire. So be, as if somehow that's something to be ashamed of. Right. It's not unless your career is built on saying it is. Right. Like Bernie has. <laughs> yes. And it's like, I'm a millionaire and I got three houses, but screw you. But I don't care about Bernie's tax returns either. I don't care about Trump's tax returns. I don't care about your tax returns. I don't care about anybody. As long as you have not violated the law, I don't give a damn right. about your taxes. I agree. I don't think you should have had to pay them in the first place, so I really don't care to see the paperwork. Right. I mean, I'm not quite libertarian enough to say all taxation is theft because I do understand that there are public works that are better handled. Right. Although we just learned from space, we've been learning from SpaceX that even NASA can get beat by private industry. But, but that having been said, I am a lot less interested in the tax returns of someone who got rich before seeking public office than I am in the tax returns of someone who got rich while wow. serving in public office. Yep. Bernie Sanders is a millionaire. Dude has never had a real job. Nancy Pelosi is one of the wealthiest women in America. These are people, now granted, her husband's got a pile of dough. Right. Which is a whole other thing. It's like, I thought you were a strong woman, but really you just, your, your, your husband did all the heavy lifting for you. Somebody's got to finance it. <laughs> well, I, but seriously, they say being wealthy is bad. Bernie is warning, right, right. Pe- warning people that his tax returns will indicate that he is a millionaire as if something, that is somehow something to be ashamed of. Right. And they want Trump's tax returns. I don't care about any of their tax returns. Trump was fabulously wealthy long oh. before he ever considered running for yep. public office. Yep. Bernie was didn't ever do anything before he... I mean, he was a lawyer and he went on what, like vacations to the Soviet Union. <laughs> was like his thing. Right. And then he got elected and he's, he's a multimillionaire. Did you hear what he said? Right. Someone was like, how do you justify the hypocrisy of you being a millionaire? While saying being a millionaire isn't something that is something of which you should be ashamed. He's like, well, you know, write a best selling book and you could be a millionaire too. Hey, dumbass, that's capitalism. <laughs> yep. Did you break the law? No? Good. We're moving on. That's it. Yep. Right? I mean, that should be it. I'm a lot led, but if we're going to do it where everybody has to look at everybody's tax returns, I want to see how Bernie Sanders got to be a millionaire without ever working a real day job. <laughs> 
I agree. I'm just putting that out there. I agree. Hey, federal authorities have apprehended Muslim Hi. activist Rondell Henry, 28, of Germantown, Maryland. This freaking guy. Uh, before he could use a stolen rental van to conduct an ISIS-style attack on pedestrians similar to the one uh, uh, to the one a Muslim activist used to murder nearly 100 and injure nearly 500 in Nice, France in 2016. Yeah, he was going to hit the National Harbor in Baltimore was his plan. Yep. You know, the thing about this story is not that uh, it's obviously it is that yet another Muslim was because they're always oh white supremacists are the terrorists in this country. Like yet another Muslim got that close to pulling off something huge. But we're not supposed to talk about it. The story is already out of the media. Right. If uh, when Charlotte that that wingnut in Charlottesville ran into the crowd and killed the girl. Right. All right. That is still a story from time to time. Right. They right. will still bring that story. They got got it, you know, they tried to convict or whatever. That still comes up. I haven't heard Rondell Henry's name since about twenty minutes after they caught it. They announced that they'd caught it. Right. Because it doesn't fit the narrative. And and I mean, that to me says everything you need to know about the way the different political spheres in this country react to stuff like this. White guy who can be, even if he's not can be linked to Trump, white people, conservatives, Republicans, whatever. That's just, he does something insane and horrible. He is, it was a terrorist attack as far as I'm concerned. He only killed that one girl, but there was one more than should have died that day. Right. Okay, so I will call that a terrorist attack. Sure I will. And screw that guy. But that guy is a story every single freaking day that they can make it a story even now. Right. But Rondell Henry's name disappeared like that. Yep. If Rondell Henry had been a white guy from Alabama with a Confederate flag on his rental van, that would be th- above the fold, bold face, 72 point, <laughs> huge print on every paper every day for a, a, at least a month. Right. But it was, yeah, he was a Muslim. So oh, well. we, we don't have, we don't have to worry about inflaming the Muslims. We don't want to incite anything by pointing out that the Muslims seem to have some issues behaving themselves from time to time. But if a white guy screws up, then all white people are terrorists. Right. Because, of course. Uh, well, you know, the libs aren't done finding reasons to keep the butt hurt going. That's all they got these days. <laughs> I said butt hurt. Uh, uh, they, they, butt hurt? <laughs> get some butt paste. <laughs> <laughs> they also let into Trump over a year-old clip of him calling MS-13 thugs animals, claiming his characterization dehumanizes members of the notorious uh, narco-terrorist cartel. Yeah, dehumanize them. These guys rape <laughs> and murder toddlers for sport. Right. First of all, they took the whole thing out of context because they left out who he was. They were like, oh, Trump called immigrants animals. No, Trump called MS-13 animals. Right. And I'm... Tell me how that's wrong. I mean, at what point do you look at guys like that and say, no, no, there's humanity there. There's not. There's not. All jokes aside... There is nothing about MS-13 that rises to the level of human. Nope. You do a tenth of the stuff that they do. And and as far as I'm concerned, you've forfeited your membership card. Don't call MS-13 animals because it dehumanizes them. I'm like, right. I say they've done a fairly good job handling that on their yeah, own. They're doing pretty good. So as we sit here right now, as we wrap up the last pod on the right here at the last stop on the right.com, and KLRN Radio, and even iTunes, <laughs> remind you that this is their platform now is infanticide, anti-Semitism, anti-white rhetoric, and MS-13. 
Brilliant. That's brilliant. What a great plan. This is going to be a, 2020, if it happened right now, would be a beatdown like you haven't seen. It would be like the Patriots playing the Browns cheerleaders in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> it would be that bad. Nice. I'd because, watch that. <laughs> can you imagine selling that out? They're in their little bubbles on the coasts. Right. You right. know, or their urban bubbles in Detroit and Chicago, Minneapolis, where they've built these perfect little Democrat districts that are inviolable, essentially. Right. I talk to friends. We talk to people, whether they're involved with the last pod or just friends of the show or whatever. And, and they consistently say, I cannot believe that these guys are doing this. And I keep saying, don't pointed out to them yeah, don't stop them yeah hey man listen we, <laughs> go right ahead yep so what i'm gonna do now is i'm gonna take a sip of this everclear then i'm gonna light a match like this is already a bad idea and i love it i love it it's perfect. <laughs> i love it here let me get you a mat so kids so you got big plans for the weekend uh sure yeah not really no you're gonna watch the masters if it doesn't get rained out yes absolutely who you who you betting on ricky I want Ricky Fowler. You want Ricky Fowler? Yeah, I, I just like to see him win. I'm rooting for Tommy Fleetwood. Well, not that I particularly care about any of these guys at this point. I just, I'm like, I like the fact that there's a guy out there. And, you know, these the PGA Tour, they are all pretty cookie-cuttery to an extent. Right. Nobody really gets to, you know, Ian Poulter will wear the goofy pants once in a while or whatever. Right. But, I mean, these guys all have about the same haircut and they have about the same wardrobe. I mean, they kind of have to because of the nature of the sport. And then you get Fleetwood out there who looks like a bum roadie for like an off-brand metal act yeah, who true. just like woke up on a bench outside the clubhouse and like, oh, I think I'm going to play some golf today. I'm rooting for that guy because hey, bums, <laughs> bums unite. Kids. We have had a great time today, as always. So glad always. you could have joined us here at the last pod on the right, whether it was through the last stop on the right.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at Bennett Truth, two E's, two N's, three T's. Not all in a row. Mikey is getting on Twitter this weekend. Have you decided there. what your Twitter handle is going to nah, be? No, not yet. What not, about not like yet. ye old grumpy guy? Ye oldie Twittery? Just put E's on the end of everything. Get shut up. Uh, we also I have a Facebook. You. Yeah, okay. We also <laughs> get in line, buddy. Yeah, I know. Uh, we also have a Facebook group dedicated to the to the show. We do. Last stop on the right Facebook group. Of course, the site laststopontheright.com. Yep. Also, uh, super huge thank you to Rick and the gang at KLRN Radio. They have against what I would have thought would have been a bunch of warning flags <laughs> have added us to their lineup. So we're enjoying. We're enjoying being a part of your day and encourage you to go check out the great shows they have. Yep. They have some excellent programs. They do. It's not all like this. No. There's some good <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. There's some good stuff on there. Uh, Whether you were with us through social media, the website, laststopontheright.com, klrnradio.com, or you just stumbled across it because you were bored and had nothing better to do, which is a more common refrain we hear from people than you might think. You're right. <laughs> we were glad you were here with us the whole time. Right here. At the last pod on the right, I'm Ben Crystal. I'm Mike Gable. And we will see you in about a week's time. Until then, have a good one, kids. We out. Sleep. Sleep.